0: Welcome to the Prepare to Win Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Oliver, here at Dane Lee. Today, we're going to do a, a recap of the meet we had over the weekend. Um, the Live Large Fall Brawl 4 took place over the weekend. Um, it's one of those meets that we've had, you know, here now for a few years, and it, it's kind of cool to watch, you know, how much it's grown and and the people that continue to come to it, um, the turnout of even coaches and spectators, yeah, um, members, yeah. yeah, it's, it's kind of cool to see, um, you know, just from a, a gym owner standpoint, um, you know, whenever we first expanded, we wanted to run meets here. We wanted to, um, do as many as we could, you know, and we've done some through the USPA and we've done some through the RPS and this one in particular, um, you know Nick who owns Live Large came to me and asked about uh, I think at first we did a USPA meet here it was our first one ever and then he kind of wanted to do something that was a little bit bigger a little bit more attractive to mm-hmm. um some of the uh, you know stronger lifters and people that were like on his team at the time and things like that and um that's kind of how the Live Large Fall Brawl started is you know, I think he invited, um, you know, some people from his team. So obviously that brought, you know, some bigger names in. And then when bigger names are going to a meet, you know, other people that are good in powerlifting want to join in and that's kind of how it grew. But I think it's, um, beyond that, what helped grow the meet was, you know, iron mafia has always put on good meets. They're one of those, um, groups that they're judging is always fair. They don't care who you are. They don't care, you know, what kind of record you're trying to set and they don't care if, you know, new lifter, experienced lifter, it doesn't matter. They're by the book. Um, You know, in some calls, you know, it meets like always like, you know, you can have good calls, bad calls, things like that. You know, and everyone thinks if they get called for something, it's a bad call. (laughs) So, um, but, you know, I've done their meets too. And it's like, you know, they've nailed me for, um, you know, depth or whatever. They've bombed out uh, one of my lifters for, what was he doing? He was, um, heaving his bench and he, um, you know, he, he didn't correct it mm-hmm. <laughs> through the three lifts and he bombed out on bench, which was crazy, um, to me to watch, but, um, you know, so they don't care you know, who you are or who you're affiliated with, or, um, if you're even part of their family, they'll bomb you out. They'll red light you. <laughs> they don't care. So, um, but I think just the way they run things with everything being kind of the same in the warm up area, same on the platform, you know, as far as equipment and things, um, I think that draws a lot of people to their meets. Um, so that's kind of helped us grow. And then, um, you know, the, the other side of that, and this is kind of the feedback that I got a lot, um, over the last couple of years, but a lot, again, this, this year was a lot of people, um, saying how this is one of their favorite meets that they go to every year, Um, or that they've been a part of, you know, sporadically throughout the years or whatever. Um, and when you have people, you know, telling you, you know, how nice the facility is and all that stuff, and you know, it's like genuine, they're not trying to just like kiss ass or bullshit you or whatever. Um, that's always good to hear from an owner standpoint. And then, um, you know, talking to a lot of these people that, you know, they, they travel a lot. They've been to a lot of gyms. They go to a lot of meets they've competed themselves a lot. And, you know, to hear like that this gym and this meet in particular is like a known meet in a known gym within the powerlifting community around the country. It's like, a, yeah. that's a big deal. You see um, a lot of the
1: same names coming from, you know, quite a distance year after year coming back to it, looking yep. forward to it.
0: Same kind of, I mean, sometimes you'll see the same crews from different cities come into and
1: yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. It's like, you know, it's one of those things like our gym. Um, sure we've had like good athletes in here and stuff, but you know, it's not like any one of us has a huge social media following or, you know, it's not like, Oh, so-and-so with 80,000 followers opened a gym and you know, now everyone knows who, what their gym is or what that gym is or whatever. No, this gym has grown just simply from people being here and from kind of that organic growth. Yeah. Um, which is cool to see when you got people, like I said, that have been to a lot of meets, a lot of gyms. You know, some of them are, um, quote unquote, like more influential in in the powerlifting community. Um, and you hear how nice the gym is, how well known, like things are, or whatever. Then mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of a, um, a good compliment to hear, especially when you've only been open. You know, we're five years in is relatively still new. Oh, yeah. In a way. So, um, yeah. I appreciate all that from everyone who left that feedback and told us about that. Um, you know, and I, I do think, you know, obviously like having live Large's backing has helped that, um, oh, absolutely. quite a bit. And then, you know, iron mafia producing good meats and things like that. So, um, once again, you know, some, some, some wild lifts came down. Um, we had, I, I think the biggest and most recognized one was uh TD smash, you know, I forget what he told. I'd have to look it up. Twenty three something and in, um, in sleeves, but you know, this was a guy that was, you know, more of a bench, known for his bench, mm-hmm. bench only kind of guy, and he still came in and he squatted. Um, I don't think they counted. He um, ended up passing out on. I think it was eight forty nine on his squat or something, um, which there was a lot of like wondering what happened there because he did pass out and fall down. Um, what a lot of people don't understand is, uh, his rack height actually wasn't set properly. Oh really? Yeah. So, um, and this is something that, you know, hopefully your crew will tell you, but I let them know like afterwards, like, Hey, like next time put your rack down a little bit. Um, because you know, on the opener it was fine. You know, but by the time you get into the second, third attempts, it's a little bit more weight on your back. It's pushing down where you're not gonna be able to stand back up as tall, things like that. So when he actually went to walk in, like, mind you, this guy is roughly six, 450 pounds. Yeah. And, um, boy. you know, the back spotter on him is 65 15, you know? And, um, then you got two, two guys on each side that are, you know, we're probably all five ten ish 511 ish Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so we're not like you know two all 230 to 275 guys like so we're not tiny by any means but to simply take a a 450 pound guy with 850 pounds on his back and and try to get that in the rack when he's missing the rack and it's underneath the rack Mm -hmm. that's it's a very quick thing very uh very hard thing to do so i actually had that racked up on my shoulder and we were trying to press the weight to get it into the rack because he wasn't set into there Um, and you know, knowing when we're doing that, we can't see that he's going to pass out or anything. So the back spotter actually had to like, kind of move him out of the way and basically front squat or front rack the, um, the bar to get, to help us get it back in, you know? And it's like, it's one of those things like you can't go when you're that big of a human, like if you go to a meet there's not going to be a bunch of six, five, 300 pound spotters and loaders. Um, and that's one thing. If you watch where this has been posted online, a lot of anyone with a brain talks about how great of a job the spotters did because that could have ended very bad for all the spotters yeah. involved. We're not talking about the lifter at this point, you know, yes, he passes out and yes, it's not like an ideal thing. Um, ideally it'd be nice if someone was there to catch him, but you know, who's who's there to catch him? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but at that point, let's say that he continues to try to rack that and he doesn't get out of the way, nothing happens, and that doesn't rack properly, now you have four or five spotters that can end up injured or that weight coming down, you know, crushing somebody, hurting someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if you watch around in other feds when they have these, um, in other meets, where they have these, you know, I mean, Let's just call it what it is. They have these tiny, frail kids trying to spot. That weight that wouldn't have been racked. Every one of them would have got crushed. Mm-hmm. Like Until you have spotted, and in, in, I can't even count the number of eight, nine hundred, and thousand pound squats I've spotted. I mean, it's a lot. All right. So it's completely different than spotting a four or five hundred pound squat. Because yeah. when that happens and you're racking your side spotting, when you go to rack a four or five hundred pound squat, you can almost feel yourself pick the bar up off them almost and put it in. Like it's that light and easy. When you get into, you know, 800, 900 pounds, completely different ballgame. That thing's heavy as shit. So <laughs> it's... It's not as fun. one
1: of those small weakling guys who, if I tried to spot that would get crushed and trying to <laughs> conceptualize how much weight um, Justin is like putting on his shoulder for this thing. And it just yeah. kind of boggles my mind. Yeah. And
0: you got to remember, it's awkward. The the lifters kind of trying to still move around. So the bar's moving around and like, it, yeah. it's a whole mess of a thing. But you know what? He came out uninjured. He was um, supportive of like everybody and, and, you know, thank the spotters and stuff too. Um, which is good to see, you know, sometimes with a social media world, you can watch, you know, everyone get grilled from the meat director to the spotters, the loaders, the, ju- you know, everybody gets grilled over something small that happened. But unless you're there or you have been in that situation, you right. can't really make a call because you don't have a fucking clue of what, what actually goes on right in that moment. So, um, not to mention, I mean, let's see, uh, one of the spotters, what's he inside the top? i don't know 10 in the world 12 in the world something like that right now you got the other one that's same you know you got two other guys that are you know
1: so certainly not a lack of experience like everybody
0: on guys. the on that platform totals you know mid-18s are over right <laughs> like you know so it's not like a bunch of weak dudes up right. there yeah, everyone experienced strong yeah. themselves yeah so have been in that situation before but um you know what he came back and um, he ended up end up hitting a PR bench like 705 yeah. which is insane to see if you've never watched someone bench like i mean even when someone benches like in the 500s that's really really yeah. impressive
1: i mean what was it It, it was, was last year that someone went for what six yeah i think he, just, he was trying to hit 600 boggled my mind watching that weight going up yeah. and now you add another 100 pounds on top of that yeah and this guy I, I think he
0: in. opened low sixes <laughs> and it it looked like me doing 225 yeah. like the the, I mean, it's, the bar it's moves, crazy. It
1: just, it doesn't look like it should be as much weight as it is. Yeah.
0: You almost, you almost want to call fake plates, but they were, <laughs> they were our plates. I know how much they weigh. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so that was cool to see. Um, had some other, uh, pretty high level lifters. There was a young guy that came out of nowhere. Um, you know, I, at least I hadn't ever heard of him. Uh, Gabriel Vega, he ended up, um, putting up a good total. Um, he was, uh, you know, Another one, we, we had taken his, uh, his squat a little early cause he had a little bit of downward motion. So we took his squat early. It was, you know, again, I think it was an 800 mid 800 squat or something wow. like that. So he had to squat it again. And I mean, his, it actually looked better than the uh, first time he attempted it, but they gave him another attempt. We, you know, there's a little bit of back and forth, but I like the head judge gave him another attempt because they thought that, okay, we might've just took that a little bit early. Um, you know, I haven't seen like video from all angles or anything so i couldn't tell you all i know is like the bar looked like it went down we took it um but i did see a video where it did look like that um one of the spotters had taken it and pushed it because they thought that he was going to fail yeah which caused like another side to dip down and then everyone took it you know so um but you know what he came back hit it put up a good total so um that's a guy I, i think he's doing the current that'll be interesting to watch Um, still a young, young guy. Um, let's see. There was, there was a couple other ones. Emma, um, she put up a good, I think it was like high thirteens or something. And, um, she actually had dropped, well, she didn't drop it. She didn't follow the bar to the ground on her last deadlift. That would have put her over 1400 as, um, I think she weighed in. She was a 198, but I think she weighed in, I want to say like, in the high one eighties or something like that. Okay. Um, so this girl's squatting, I don't, I can't remember her exact numbers, but she's squatting like mid fives to upper fives. I know she, I think she squatted like 600 in training. She benches over three and she, um, she pulls in the mid fives. It's pretty impressive. Um, you know, so what I like is you have these top tier lifters and these big numbers I'm talking about, but then you also had people that it was their first meet. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: people coming so. back after being gone for months and months yeah. as well. Yeah. First meet quite a while. Yeah.
0: We had, um, two people or well, three people competing, uh, two that are coached by Lindsay and then another guy from the gym, uh, did it and, and they all did pretty good. Um, you know, I think Lindsay's clients had some pretty big PR, uh, totals yeah. and PRs on all the lifts and everything. So that was good to see. um, You know, some of the things that we, little tips that we gave the other guy, it looks like that he actually put them together because his lifts on the platform look a lot better than what I remember seeing in in training sometimes. So that's good to see.
1: What I really like on a (laughs) side note about that, talking about the the newer athletes to it, is that they're, okay, they might have been nervous being around these bigger Mm -hmm. lifters, these higher numbers and everything, but there was support. Yeah, from everybody yeah you know it didn't matter who was on the platform didn't matter mm. what they were lifting uh like there was support from these more experienced lifters for yeah. the younger ones and vice versa the entire yeah. time which is just for me as a spectator it's phenomenal yeah to watch that that's happening. that's
0: one thing i, I think people uh, don't understand about powerlifting if you go to a powerlifting meet it doesn't matter if it is the first person lifting of the day the you know weakest one in the room or whatever mm-hmm. um if you're Everyone wants to see you do good. So if you're like grinding out a lift, they're going to scream for you. If you're, you know, they can tell like, this is a big number for you. They're going to get amped up for you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All the way up to like, if you're a well-known top you know, tier lifter, you know, it's the same thing. And those people that are top tier lifters still get amped up for the little person. And you know what I mean? And, And it's just one big community of like, people want to see people do good. It's not, you know, people don't go to meets and just like, oh, well, that person's up. I'm not even going to watch him. And right. just the whole Something crowd really turns away right now. Yeah, yeah, it's not like that. So, um, you know, or it's not like some of these, you watch like the NFL, like, you know, no offense to linemen out there, but who really pays attention <laughs> to the line unless you pay, unless you play the line. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. you know, or you're like really into football. like that? No, they want to see the, the big, you know, um, the big playmakers make plays, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but this is one of those sports that it, it, it truly doesn't matter if you're the most unrecognizable person or everyone knows you in the room, they want to see you do good. So I, I really like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. There's been um, a lot of questions, you know, iron mafia is uh, coming into an end of their, um, them running meets. I think they only have two or three more, yeah, I think that's what they that, said yeah. that they're doing. Um, so there's been a lot of, uh, of questions of like, okay, what's going to happen to the fall brawl and things like that. And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm gonna let you in on a secret. The fall brawl is going to continue, um, one way or another. That's, that's what I'll say about it for right now. Um, but it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Cause I, I keep seeing posts of people like, Oh, I always enjoyed this meat. It's sad to see it go. It's not going anywhere. So, nope. um, there's going to be some changes uh hopefully in the coming years to even the the structure of the meet you might see some money involved um you might see some caps on you know the number of people competing in it um also so we'll we'll see we, we got a lot of ideas but um we're going to keep trying to go with it and that's all I'm going to say on it for right now but you heard it here first so if you listen to this you got some insider information <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's, uh, definitely, you know, running meets, whether you're actually, you know, judging them and setting, you know, like Iron Mafia, setting them up and all that yeah. stuff, whether you're us and you're kind of the venue and you're helping with all the, um, the outside things or like helping spot and load and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tiring. I'm still tired from it. Oh, I bet. So, yeah. we, so I
1: was helping clean up afterward and there were a handful of guys who were lifters or, I'm sorry. Uh, we um, loaders mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. They're like, um, what was it, uh, Truman and Tyler? He, Ty- what, like eight hours. Yeah. And um, I felt so bad because they were like they were the only ones there afterwards. I was like, guys, would you mind helping me move some equipment back into place? And I just felt like an asshole the entire yeah, time. It's like you know how you just loaded literally thousands and thousands of pounds. Yeah. Uh, you want to do a little bit more?
0: <laughs> yeah. People. People don't understand. This is why we're always so big on. Trying to get um, spotters and loaders to help. The more people you have, the less each person has to do, or you get breaks and things like mm-hmm. that. And I, my thinking is like, if you're a powerlifter, you should be at that meet. If you go to that gym or you're near that gym, like you should be at that meet helping flat out. Like if you're affiliated with that at all. Mm-hmm. Like the thing is, we can pull people from the crowd, even that are powerlifters, like, and they are glad to help, you know? Yeah. Um, but until you've spotted and load, you don't understand what those people go through. It is, it's rough. Like I had said being, you know, five weeks out, had some, uh, bicep and elbows flaring up already that like, I didn't want to spot and load at all. Guess what? I still fucking stepped in on the heavy squats and helped spot and load, Mm -hmm. you know, something that I, I truly shouldn't have even been doing, but it's what was needed to be done at the time. But, um, yeah, it's not easy. I I talked to I saw Truman the next day in here and I asked him like how do you feel? And he's like 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 Just shit, wrecked. like yeah. He's done, you know. So, um, you know, shout out to those people at Spot and Load like y- you guys are appreciating and, and people um especially I'm going to point directly at that young generation. You guys need to help people out. Um there's a bunch of 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids in here in mm-hmm. this gym that don't show up to help for things like that. And that's just, that's pathetic. I mean, I'm just going to say it. That's pathetic. Um, and you did
1: see a handful of them showing up down yeah. there for a little bit. You know. Yeah. Uh, Kid Max from RCW, you know, he was in helping out. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he'll go all day. They, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's
0: the people that, you know, it, it's almost like you wish you could, like I pay all these guys, yeah. you know, and some of them, um, I believe I probably pay overpaid some. Of them. You know, I don't care. I, I, appreciate their help and yeah. you know what those are the people that are in the future that i'm going to find a way and if i can to help them even more do you know what i mean yep. so yeah. if you see price changes in the gym <laughs> and your price doesn't go up guess what you probably helped out a lot
1: reflection so, previous
0: effort. yeah so you could potentially save a lot of money in the future just mm-hmm. by doing something that you're actually getting paid for too so we'll see how that goes but um yeah kind of a. To move on from that, um, you know, I, I I think we'll hopefully still do a couple meets a year in here. Um, I'd like to try to get, you know, I know uh, COVID kind of wrecked you, all but um, they're just now starting to get meets yeah. going again. But I'd like to see an Olympic lifting uh, meet or two come back in again. So mm-hmm. that'd be nice. But um,
1: yeah, they just finally had states here what two weeks ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. And their
1: first meet, at least in Ohio,
0: that was originally I think scheduled for June, maybe or was it? I think it was in June or July originally, and they just now, yeah, just now had it. So um, hopefully that changes for them because a lot of these, you know, a lot of these people still been working. You know, they Mm -hmm. need they deserve to be able to put it down on the platform and actually have like a total that counts towards everything. So, um,
1: yeah. One of the things that. I saw as, you know, helping out kind of behind scenes with like just taking care of cleanup, but also like as a spectator over the past three years of hosting meets here, you see so much more like social interaction. Yeah. Like yeah, it's the first couple of meets, like you're seeing a lot of big lifters come and you see, you know, Let's say, you know, their partner, whoever, their friend that might come with them. Maybe they're helping out at the meet. Maybe they're just there to support and Mm -hmm. watch. But now you're seeing like groups of friends coming in. You're watching Mm -hmm. like families coming in to watch it. Half the time that uh, I was standing at the back uh, where, you know, we were taking money for people coming in, you saw people just like going over to the vendors, Mm -hmm. like just kind of mingling around, talking with one another, seeing what they're selling. And that hadn't always been. A huge I think,
0: point i think that's like you know seeing each other here again mm-hmm. but then also just in uh in general um you know people start to connect with people at meets mm-hmm. um and this is something that me and like me and lindsay talked about this after the meet because we've always been kind of bad at um even if we go to meets like at first like when we were first competing like we didn't really talk to anyone we were just kind of like in our bubble most of the right. time and there to you know work and this and this that. And then we didn't want to be distracted, nothing like that. But then as we've gotten more experience, like we can talk to people, have a little bit of fun and then focus on our lift, you know? Um, Or like to meet here the first couple of years, it's like just running around, just, you know, wrecked and like, cause I was spotting and loading a lot. And Mm -hmm. like, I was worried about like the facilities got to be kept up, kept kind of clean, you know, like things need to be perfect, you know, all this stuff. And not to say I've became lax on that, but now I have a little bit more help and delegate right, and kind, kind of, of things out. That. And, um, and I, I kind of need that because it is good for me as, you know, the owner or like Lindsay as, you know, it's funny because so many people go to her for things and she has like, no, <laughs> she has no controlling interest in the business, but that's how it is. You know what I mean? Right. She's like second command. So it's like, um, you know, we're able now to network and connect with people a lot more. Like this is the first time that, you know, after the meet, um me and uh well, even during the meet hell. <laughs> like me and Ethan and uh Ethan's dad and um God, I mean there were so many people that came through through the day, like Jabez came in and uh Bridgeford came in and Obringer came in and we're sitting there, you know, drinking bourbon and bullshitting in the office, you know, and it's <laughs> yeah. like I had never been able to really do a lot of that before because it was always so crazy trying to keep the meat meat under control control and everything else. So make sure everything was perfect. Make sure it could, you know, as these spotters and loaders do more meats, they understand how it goes. So I feel like I don't have to watch over them as much and make sure everything's good Mm because they're getting more experienced at it. And that's where, again, like these newer people need to step in do two or three flights. So you get the feel for it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if everyone did two or three flights, each meet, no one would be sore and wrecked afterwards. They would, right. You know, they'd feel fine because it's not a lot, it's not a lot of work to do, you know, two or three flights, but when you have to do like six, seven, eight flights, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's see. Do we want to uh, answer? Do you have questions? Do you want to answer questions on this one or where are we out on time?
1: we are at 25 minutes. Yeah,
0: we're kind of on a shortened schedule today, so this this episode's going to be a little bit shorter.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking to do a quick meet recap for everybody, um, give them an idea of things that happened and what's going to be coming up in the future, what to look yeah. forward to.
0: Yeah, we'll uh we'll get to questions on the next episode since we're we're both on a shortened schedule, but um, yeah, we appreciate everyone that did come out to the meet. Like I said, it's always um, good to see everyone, you know, supporting each other, supporting Mm -hmm. the gym, supporting live large, supporting iron mafia. Um, you know, and we're going to, like I said, try to continue that on and, and, uh, you know, hopefully we'll throw up some money or some things and and we'll kind of make it even bigger, I guess. So each year that's, that's kind of the goal is to make things better, bigger and better. Um, I know we had talked at
1: one point during the meet of doing something of a, like a live yeah, live like broadcast, or, or like
0: you know, go up after each flight and talk about, you know, for a couple minutes, quick, like what happened during that flight, right. or like you know, whatever. So, if we can get some things knocked down, um, who knows, we could even turn it into a live meet where we have live commentary, um, with a live feed. So, um, you never know, there's a lot of options, but we just need to have kind of the squad in place and everything running right and
1: we should be able to do something like that but if people have thoughts or comments on that one any suggestions on it by all means send over a message let us know
0: yeah yeah i think um you know our our goal originally have you know was to have that other space and have a massive gym yeah to where we'd have a ton of room um to be able to do a lot of things but i think that's kind of one of the things it does get a little packed so i think Mm -hmm. you know we might limit um, we might limit entry a little bit in the future, but, um, I'm not really sure it's right a good yet. problem to have. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad to be, to be packed. That means people <laughs> want to show up, right. but, um, you know, I understand uh, from a lifter standpoint and honestly, it's, it, it goes both ways. I don't get too many complaints on it being like too packed or like, you know, we got a porta potty out back now, so it's like the restrooms. Like, there's not as long lines as there used to be because that yeah. was one of the things at first. Yeah. So I made sure we got that. Um, you know, once in a while here, lifter, like, you know, okay, the venue's a little small. Hey, tough shit. Sorry, like I can't blow out the walls or anything. <laughs> like, yeah. And I've I've competed at a lot of gyms, and um, to me, this is still a, a good enough size gym to. <laughs> They do a pretty good
1: job with their setup as far as how much space they put behind the platform and kind of roped off in a sense yeah you know for people to drop their stuff and be able to move around yeah
0: so i I, i've been to a couple meets whereas you're in the warm-up room and you're like trying to walk sideways everywhere you go it's like you're at a concert or something you literally can't move yeah you know what i mean so um i think there's still so good enough room but you know opt me i would love for it to be bigger too but it is what it is so um all right yeah that's it for today we'll move on with the day and um yeah continue to listen uh leave us a good rating and uh, next week we'll we'll have a little bit longer episode and we'll get into some questions have a good one